This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. The Hedge Radio Podcast is a narrative storytelling podcast from Wexford, telling tales and everything of folklore and history and literature and arts and crafts. Deadly so it is. So get on that and download the shit out of it. Educate yourself. <laughs> Do they have Wexford accents? Yep. Oh. Oh, well, yeah. They can't have everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Wexford accent. You love fucking anything that you could stick... No, just... That's, you know, whatever you were going to say is fucking outrageous. Whatever it was. <laughs> I had no business saying what I was going to say. <laughs> so I'm retracting my statement. So we have to buy hard hats. Have a listen to this. Just to carry my name and address and be shielded. You're not getting an answer to that. Have a listen to this. The Head Radio Podcast looks at the humble scene in the backward place where no one important ever looks to steal from Patrick Kavanagh. Taking inspiration from the Hedge Schools of old, the Hedge Radio Podcast brings you stories that you won't hear anywhere else. You need imagination for everything. Have a listen to this. It's someone's reaction to reading a book. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubland Dublin Podcast. Up your ear holes. Up your ear holes. No, we're recording now. I wasn't recording. Alan got his haircut. Alan got I his haircut. Did. Alan got on his the very cut. first day. Did you? Did you get your haircut with no for when you were in Barbers no. in Grafton? No, it's too short. I gave myself a crew cut two weeks ago in the temple. Yeah, in the temple. About bowel, bowel humor. I'm gonna go and get a haircut today if they'll have me. Tonight, oh pre-book God, everything. No, you're no, actually you having don't a have moment. That's all allowed. Nobody in Ireland pre-books. Everybody pre-books everything now. That's why I haven't booked anything. No, Alan, they don't. It's a myth. You turn up and it's grand. It's you not. turn up, it is, it's grand. Oh, well, we can't all be PJ Gallagher, just all like, I, I'm, to do I'm on the Woody's big DIY bills. Nobody under the age of 37 knows who the fuck I am anyway. So I just turn up, it's all young people. No one gives a shit. It's just that young people are very accommodating. They're like, hello. <laughs> the young people. They, like... they are, young people are very accommodating, especially when you're a middle-aged fart, because they just assume you don't know what you're doing. It's actually a very handy well, thing. a fair assumption with it's, you, to be fair. Yeah, it's the only thing I've realised about middle-aged that's very, very handy. Is that you're naturally and you're immediately considered a moron, and I'm completely all right with that. It gets shit done. It gets shit done. I've spent my whole life trying to like, you know, look like I know what's happening and look what like I know what's going on, you know, and trying now to you're appear and effective. Actually, now I turn up and people look at me, take one look at me, and they go, "This old cunt now hasn't a clue what's going on. <laughs> what can I do for you? How can I get this? What do you need? I'd like a haircut." Well, they go, "Well, you're gonna have to leave pennies first. And then they'll tell you, you know, they'll give you direction. Being a middle-aged, clueless-looking fuck in front of young people. And by young people, I mean anyone 35 or younger. You can register for a vaccine this week. Yes, I can. But I don't have to. I got called by the GP for some reason. Um, so I'm all right. This is I think happening. it's because so this this is mental, right? Yeah. So I think I get last I think, week the um, amount of people I know who said, "Oh yeah, I got called. I got another text last week for another vaccine," you and did I was not. like, "I've That's already." I swear to God. I swear to God, because well, no, because so I either got my injections. So in, you're going to get to you're, you're going. To, I'm sure no, no, sure. Everybody, everybody starts. Wait a minute. Everybody gets two. What no, 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 no. So I have Moderma. <laughs> so I'm waiting to have oh, my so second gonna... Moderma. But I got a text. So because I get my injections in either Tala or the Beacon, depending on where the consultant's sitting. Yeah. Um. So I'm a I'm a patient of both hospitals. But obviously the Beacon threw out their list and Tala threw out their list. I got my appointment came through the Beacon, but because I'm on. Both lists. Yes. Tala text on Friday going, 
excuse me, to give me my date for my Tala hospital. So it was like, you can attend City West Hotel at this time on the 20th of the 5th for your COVID-19 Pfizer vaccination. But I've already had my first Moderma, so I should have my second Moderma next week. Cool, yeah. So you, but then, sorry, but my point being, this is irrelevant. My point being is that loads of people I heard of last week just got random messages from their GP saying... The so, rollout. Is there something though where you maybe are, if you're around very, you're very high obese. risk people or something? No, absolutely not. You don't fall. It's cohort four. So as in people like me who have... But that's so through I'm, the portal. The portal's different to the GPs, isn't it? Yeah. So mine is through the consultants just send, my consultant just send, I actually heard your stomach, your thing go... That was disgusting. I heard yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I heard that and I felt like it was behind me. <laughs> I mean, stomach actually felt like uh, it was somebody else. Now that's your fucking watch now. Messing with the... <laughs> again. Um, my whole watch in my stomach. Ruining podcasts. It's still doing it. I can hear it. It's your it. phone. Well, it's not. My phone's in airplane mode. Can you do that with the Apple Watch? Can you I don't know. Here? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they, they do it that way. But I think maybe... I don't know. This is by the way. This is not factually correct. But I think maybe... <laughs> Maybe the GPs have done all the older people. In I the, think that's and what's they happening. And they have X left over. So then they're getting onto their... They're, they're going through their, the their books. Yeah, like, going I think there are some GPs are flying through the books. Some GPs and, and some GPs aren't. Yeah, my GP can't even get a fucking blood pressure appointment. I'm moving GPs this week, but that's neither here nor there. You're not allowed. You can't do it. You can't fucking do it. What? Have you ever tried to move a GP? I'm I have moving. two friends. You can't. No, no new, new GP won't take you. Be very no, fucking I have, careful. I have a this new is like GP. a breakup she's now. Me. There's plenty of fish in the sea, and then all of a sudden you no, realise no, no, there no, everyone's a wanker. Me. No, she's yeah, taking this me. Is, I'm telling you, be very careful about breaking up with your GP. Well, she'll be, be very careful about breaking up with your GP, your hairdresser, your barber, or your dentist, because well, you'll fucking be letting oh, you I'd never break up. I'd never break up with my dentist, Eddie. We Eddie, I fucking love him. Yeah. Um. No. Um. No, she'll be instrument deep in me tomorrow now. So we're 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 gonna Ooh. we're gonna we have to get you have to get the smear test. It's very oh, important. Oh, instrument. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. Um. So I'm in to get that tomorrow. There you go. Play mode. Um. Yeah. But well, you don't tomorrow. have to put it on the ground. Now she's hiding it on the ground again. That's because you give me so much shit about it. I don't I'm give just, you shit. Because I'm so. I don't give you shit. I don't give you shit. I'm trying not to give you shit. So come here. I give when, myself shit. Well, when give me are you getting your? Have you? When are you getting your vaccine? No, it's in. You have had one? Yeah, it's in. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about it? Um, how do I feel about it? What did you have? Very, I'm just, more, I'm just so relieved because of who I'm around. Everybody asks this question. They go, which one did you get? Did you get the Pfizer? Oh, Grant. Yeah. Brilliant. So you'll be fully vaxxed in a couple of weeks then? Uh, in three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah. So for the June bank holiday weekend, maybe. Well, you have two weeks to wait after, but if that you're my mind, just I, ignore I think that. it's three, three or four weeks, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I, but no, two. Two weeks after. You're just fu- you're, get, you're you fully, get the card. fully vaccinated. Like, I have the card anyhow. Oh, you so. get your card now. Where did you get yours done? In Helix. The, no, oh, in no, the in the GP, yeah. This is what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. the GP, yeah. So the GP, I have the... Doesn't it feel lovely? Yeah, it was very, it felt lovely, yeah, it does. It but then you weird. Feel, it reminds you, it puts a bit of fucking manners on you too, you know, uh, when you're sitting there and the woman next to me only had one lung. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, Jesus Christ, you know, you, like, you realize, you, I've been pissing and moaning my way through this thing for a very, very long time. Yeah. You know, and then I'm sitting down in the GP and, uh, you know, I'm chatting away to your woman, she's there, it's great, you know, isn't it? I've only one lung. I was there, which is a lot of information to give someone the first time you meet them. Like to be fair, ah, that's what I suppose GP the situation does to you. is the, the GP context. Does to you. Yeah, yeah. You tell anybody in the GPs while you're there for. And then you know? this, and then this other one. She goes, so it's all. Is it all going to be the same ones of us that meet up the next time? Right. Well, she's starting a and group. No. She goes. The fucking pubs might be open. We can all go for a pint. She goes. I like her. If it's the same people, we can all head off for a jar after like the vaccine. Her. 
I was like, this is what a great idea this is. And this is exactly what made me laugh about it was it's exactly like the sort of Waterford Whispers thing where they were saying, like, you know, uh, vaccinated pensioners were getting broken up by the police for having, you know, Portobello Plaza parties or whatever the fuck <laughs> Just it was. But I fucking been. <laughs> But of course, there were you know there were younger people um, where I was, so we, we might all be able to go for points. That's, that's my plan. Amazing. I don't. I, that's obviously a point. This guy ridiculously say oh, we're going to get there and say anyone want points? They're going to go. I have to go home. Like I'm driving. It's a doctor's office. Don't do that. Do a anyway. fuck it. Ask them. Just say the points are on me. I'm in. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm. I think my Moderma because I saw that they put. Uh, they said like fifty percent of Moderma was to be kept back for second vaccines. I heard actually on the way in, Paul Reed was saying that they're lowering the AstraZeneca and the Johnson and Johnson now as well to younger people, and they've a load of those. And they want to keep the Johnson and Johnson for homeless people and stuff, don't they? Because it's a single the shot. Is single, that right? No. So yeah. So the just a single shot is going to well for, for, for the most vulnerable in our society so yeah, like people that people who are hard to yeah, contact the second time just get them safe and jabbed yeah, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which is a great idea oh come here I went full postal on my kids so they're speaking at home oh people. Jesus what did you do oh I went full ma'am um, so you didn't throw I, them out nearly so they, I, I asked they, they were asking but they didn't stop and I was like the greed in this car is disgusting sickening me I said there's children out there they've no homes oh, they geez. all live in a room oh my god they don't even know what McDonald's is good lord I was like they've no choice <laughs> they don't ask for Nintendo switches all day because I call my son goes to the Nintendo switch they don't ask for that poor Oshin was fucking traumatised still he's still trying to give us money to the poor kids he's just like mom oh, whereas no. Hannah was like are we getting McDonald's like she just yeah. all she took from that was McDonald's yeah, I've she, gone. They've never was, seen a McDonald's. She's just, I feel even better about. It. She, they've never <laughs> had a McDonald's. No, as in I was saying about the poor children. Oh, I was. Saying, My kids oh. get McDonald's every fucking Friday. Oh, Treat for everyone, me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, normal. But yeah, so um, but I yeah, speaking of that, I went full post on. But yeah, it would be nice to be fully vaccinated. Can I tell you that? Um, you probably take your penis out and piss all over my parade. But, I won't. Well, I've never done such a thing. Well, um, well, no, it's more in the not in the literal sense because <laughs> that would be inappropriate. <laughs> oh, that's going to get me arrested. I'm rightfully so. Um, I watched this morning earlier on. Yeah, with you know Philip and Holly. Love them. Phil yeah. Hall. And the travel expert was in Faroe Airport, and I nearly cried. I like I literally my eyes welled up with tears because I could smell Faro Airport like it's it's Portugal Airport and like I've spent every single summer of my entire life there yeah. and he was there because in the UK the British can travel as of today and Portugal are accepting them as are Gibraltar obviously because that's part of the British Isles and somewhere else anyway he had to get a, a PC what's it called PCR test yeah. to prove because you see or the antigen the British, test is the, the antigen, on the spot yeah. one either so well, no, he had to get one prior done and then have his paperwork to show because the British aren't part of the European Communion because you know they're, they're working on this this passport yeah, that you, you digitally say oh, I'm vaccinated or else you have to produce a PCR test so anyway he had to do that or whatever and he's standing off our airport and he was talking about the plane like it's 152 seats in the plane and 122 were full and blah 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 and I was on Aer Lingus and I said to Joey I'm booking fucking flights to Portugal for mid August. I don't give a fuck. Are you? Do you think you'd be going? I don't know. I can push them if we don't travel. If we don't travel in August, I can push them to next year. Like they're fully transferable, as far as I know, with Erlingus now. So I'm like, I just, I don't know. Maybe I've just lost my head. I got out. I left the <laughs> county. But these are counted. This is more like m- mental therapy. Buying it is. These I think it is because yeah, I we left. The same. Did she's she? Bu- yeah, she's bought tickets for October now. Um, you know she's buying tickets because but I'm like if the British are able to travel with a PCR test today ah the Brits don't give up the Brits travel no matter what the Brits arrive the Brits just arrive and take over countries and all you know what I mean the Brits don't need tickets they'll be like you've got 25 days to get vaccinated because we are arriving young chap 
And you better be ready for us. You know, the Brits just arrived. Hello they to all our British arrived. listeners. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just think if they're there and they don't have... So I know I heard the Minister for Tourism and I heard that fucking green shite bag on his bike, Eamon Ryan. I heard them all saying that... Oh, he's not a shite bag. Um, I was just thinking that was very harsh. Yeah, she took me back a bit there. I, I wasn't expecting to actually do that. that. was That was really unwarranted. It's, I feel like that about Stephen Donnelly. So it just, I think I just thought political Stephen Donnelly egghead shithead. It just, I'm sorry, Eamon, if you're it's listening. It's actually a tremendous insult. A shite bag on a bike is a... Is a <laughs> I apologise. <laughs> it's an amazing insult. Uh, I, I wholly apologise. Well, that's your shite bag on a bike. I, a I wholly apologise to Eamon Ryan. He's not a shite bag at all. Um, he's actually one of the nicer chaps within the political environment. Um, but I heard him saying about it that, that they're working on this kind of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this European community passport that you fill it out and you can go I on holidays. Right. I oh, hope you get your holiday. I do. I hope I, you get your holiday. I just need something. Like, I'm I clinging do. on. But see, this is what happened. I left the county on Saturday for 12 hours and I've lo- I got to the big Tesco, which is fucking dream in uh, an Arklow and now I've lost the run of myself and I want to buy a pull-along wagon for the seaside and it's so uh, funny what gets people isn't it it's so funny like if anyone told you like even a year ago I nearly cried when I put my feet the in the Arclow- sea Tesco would be the most exciting thing. Fu- now, to be fair, I love that Arclo Tesco. I forget you are a bit of an L one, yeah. Oh, I forget it's that. the big Tesco. Oh, I absolutely. It's one of them in Clare Hall. You'd never go to Clare Hall. It's Northside, too flat. Yeah, you'd never go. Lost. I know, I know. Um, you'd never go. Yeah, you'd But ter- ter- I ter- love. Snow. Yeah, I. Snob. <laughs> it's too flat. I hate the north side. It's too flat. Can't find my way around. Forget lost. Head back towards the mountains. Back in Temple Oak. Um, but if. Yeah, I went to the big Tesco. Now, the only thing about the big Tesco was because the restrictions haven't been lifted, so I couldn't get in. You can't fully shop in the big Tesco, but it just, it made me feel alive. It really did. It made me, I just wandered around. And so then we went down. It was, it was things that get eight degrees or nine degrees. It was freezing cold. It had been pissing rain. And we brought the kids down and we made sandcastles. Joey swam and uh, I paddled my feet and both the kids got in and swam in the sea. And I swear to God, I actually could have sat on this. I, I had that reel. It was like a movie moment of, I just was like, I'm so fucking thankful. Like, I am honestly just elated with this. Now, Susie of two years ago, that shit would not have made her happy. No. <laughs> she would have been like, planning the next thing. Yeah. And the big, whereas I literally... Get me to my spa day and get out of my way yeah, when I'm doing it. Yeah. Move it, bitch. <laughs> Whereas now I'm just like I'm I'm that's the only thing honestly like we didn't record for two weeks I thought it's gonna maybe we had this the conversation too I thought I was gonna have a nervous breakdown I actually felt so I on know the I edge. remember it yeah I really did you're feeling better then so much you've come better. a long way yeah I, I honestly I'm 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 now living my life in the present and booking flights for Portugal and all so the future but that's a better place than the fucking yeah. Well, no, you were living in the present. You just thought it was fairly grim. I hated the present. To be fair. It's just too hectic. That's what I always wonder about this. Like, live, you have to live in the now. The now can be as shite as anything. The now is very stressful. The now is as shit as anything. Uh, You know, a lot of things can be, present, future and past can be shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's where we're at. I'm feeling very thankful. So that was what I did. So now I've left the county. I was up looking at my phone the other night and I, Sunday morning or any morning is always interesting to see where I've been at half five during the night, night shopping. So I was looking up wagons to pull along, stuff for the beach, uh, windbreakers, swimsuits, because I had no swimsuits to get into the sea for a swim and I couldn't get into the big Tesco to get a swimsuit. And what else was I looking up? Um... Oh, uh, dry robes. Oh, and... Um, You're not buying a dry robe. I bought Joey a... For his birthday next week, I bought him... What uh, you doing to that man? What's it called? What are they called? You know, the, all the they all wear for the sea swimming. What, is it dry robes? What? Yeah. I bought him a dry is. robe. Yeah, what are you doing to that man? You have to, you have to buy he him. sea swims. He, yeah, I have to do that today. I know. Is that today? Yeah. 
So exciting. With Elaine. Is that her name? No. What's her name? Fiona. Fiona. Sorry, my apologies. Did you see it? I just, do you know what? I actually saw you, then I, I, then I, Messaged our pal Dara, who we know in the Sunday world, but she had already got the number at that oh, stage. Number by the that time I got to it, and he got it sorted out. And I, ha- I had, I didn't read it. Um, I'll be honest; I actually didn't think I could read it because I was like, she's about the same age as me, and I probably would have sat in a puddle of my own tears. So, um, but well, then I think she said, to give her a plug then, "Did she say that she wanted to tell the story?" Actually. So the, yeah, so she's forty-two years yeah, old. So she's two years older than me, um, I believe. Her name's Fiona. Hold on a second. Let me get this right because I want to do her job. Fiona Lambert, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. She got her cancer diagnosis when she was forty-two, and she's doing this thing thirty days of getting to see. So thirty times, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's thirty days. Uh, so diagnosed with breast cancer in twenty seventeen. Two years later, her cancer returned, uh, and she was told it was incurable. And it's it's pretty like it's really scary story because she thought she was fine. You know, she had cancer and she thought she was fine. And then she goes, um, she goes, uh, she wants to now do this to raise money for the ward, of course, that she's on and to raise breast cancer. Or is it breast cancer? Or I want to get this right. Hold on a second. So, yeah, Breast Cancer Ireland and her, her oncology ward in Beaumont Hospital. So she's raising money for She's trying to raise 16,000 quid, which she did this morning. It's oh, gone. God, she's amazing. surpassed her target. But I I'm must sure. donate. I will do that today. Yeah. It's on the GoFund. It's on GoFundMe. Yeah, it's on GoFundMe. And it's um, it's GoFundMe.com. Will you send me 30 days of sea swims. Will you send me a picture later on of you sea swimming and I'll stick up the link? Oh, God. Will do. I will if do. You remember. So she's getting in the sea every day to raise money for it, and then she like she. It, it's a oh man. I read her story. She was saying she was, uh, you know, she basically it came. It was everywhere. This cancer. So or it is devastatingly, devastatingly. Fiona's cancer had returned. It says spread to her liver and spine. She said it had gone to my cervical spine, the portion of your spine that runs through your neck, and that's why she had all this neck pain. So she she was she knew she got that neck pain, and then she went to one of the Swift clinics herself without a referral, because she knew something wasn't right. And she was admitted for 10 days, did all sorts of tests, uh, but it wasn't curable. And uh, But it is treatable. And took a long time to accept that. She goes, it's a huge thing for your mind to try and absorb, and it really did impact my mental health. Um, so I took to mindfulness. And now, <laughs> of course, she's in the sea. But what happens is, she she meant, because she's doing this, she goes swimming, she says, is an escape for me. And everyone's gotten behind me. And then, this is where she fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> they said, who's your dream celebrity swimming companion? And she said, maybe somebody funny, uh, like Hector or PJ Gallagher. Oh, Jesus. And she goes, I wouldn't be able to swim, though. I'd just be laughing. So I get to be our next disappointment now. Because um, <laughs> I'm meeting her at half five today. So we're going sea swimming today at half I'm five. I'm so emotional about and that And she's night, and like, she only lives right around the corner from me. Like, I mean, Stop. right around the corner from me, apparently. And it was weird how I, how I got to find her. It was this strange thing. So I read the Sunday World. It was in the Sunday World did magazine. Did somebody tell you or were you just going through the papers? No, I came, I came home. I bought the... This is the fucking... Look at how things I'm on about. I bought the paper fucking twice now. So I bought the paper from my mother. I had no need to. Because I came home and somebody had thrown... I don't know what it is. Had thrown the paper in the, the porch of my house. To tell you. And said, read page, whatever. And, you know, no notes, nothing. Just read page, whatever. So I pick it up. Right. And I, I'm like, right, I need to find this woman. And I tweet it. Saw that. And then I go for a cycle. And I literally go outside and I pull up. I see someone I know from the local GAA club. Says, you never hear, haven't heard of this woman. And says, yeah, here's a phone number. It was the weirdest it's so shit. Irish. It was so weirdly. It's so Irish. So Irish. Yeah. So, yeah. So, serendipity. Is that what so, they call it? Yeah, yeah, serendipity. Yeah. yeah, weird serendipity shit. So today at half five, we're getting into the sea. 
So I'm going to turn up. I, I'm the biggest fucker. I hate sea swimming. I know. Do you know, I hate it's it. so funny because Joey said I that last it. night. Joey's like, we've been trying to get him sea swim for like how many years now? Six. Yeah. And you've like, I'm not going to the fucking sea. I hate it. I told Living you. I'm done leery. And you're like, no. Yeah. I, 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 last time I got sea swimming, we was after I passed my boat exam. Mm. B- boat exam. Boat test. I got in. And I, I, I jumped in and went, and jumped straight out. And then this woman was going to me, oh, it's so good for your mental health. I was there, is it? Yeah. Because it's the worst I've felt all day. I was in fucking great humour literally 10 minutes ago. And now I'm here, my feet are all dirty. Everybody's all laughing and I'm upset. <laughs> Nobody, who's happy? Everybody's happy. Who's drunk? Yeah, now I have to go home and have a shower. I was going to go to the pub. I was going to look forward to a pint and a bag of chips. No. Now I have to go home and have a shower. Everybody be fucking gone home then. This is shit. Where are you swimming this <laughs> evening? Off the wooden bridge in Clontarf. Okay, don't know where that is, but okay. It's again yeah. north side. North side. Dublin Bay. Yeah, Clontarf. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to jump in at half five and she's uh, hopefully won't be too disappointed in my complete lack of um, being entertaining or anything. Oh, you'll, uh, but you'll turn it on. But you know what I mean? It's a good fucking lesson. Like, you know the way so you like, I'm an awful, miserable cunt sometimes. Like, I really am. I'd be shite now, me. Like, I'm always you know, like, God. Oh, and then you meet someone or you hear about someone and you're in their mind and they're like they're fighting to be alive so much like if you don't take a lesson from that there's something wrong with you I'm sure I'll find a way to turn this into some personal pain Um, ultimately ultimately it's the the biggest compliment I've ever been paid in my life like she made my day like she made my whole week (laughs) she made my whole week is there anything more than that than someone saying they really like like you get pick two people in the world you could spend the day with and they pick, and someone picks you. That's the ni- that's the nicest thing anyone can ever do. I I'm going to be smart there, but I'm too sad. I'm not too sad. I'm too emotional about it. I just think it's incredible. It's fine. Like, it's just a really nice thing to really do. It's really nice. And she's seeing, uh, and so I'm really looking forward to meeting her today. Did we get to that point? And then she goes to me, I have other friends coming. Is that all right? Is this as if, no, I'm sorry. Imagine. No, I'm sorry. I'm worried. I'm in her now. <laughs> Talk to my people. So, my yeah, people will. Suzanne is not going to be happy with this story. <laughs> I'll be there, of course, with you. I might need your friends to pull me out of the water. I'm going to get cold water, shock, and get all you should weird re- and start screaming. Thank God you're not on the lifeboat anyway, because if it was you, you might forget your pager. I'm back on the lifeboat. No back, wonder you I'm have a back pepper in your stepper. Yeah, I'm going back. I'm joining the Holt crew. So I'm getting a That's transfer. That's amazing. I'm getting a trial loft. I'm getting a transfer. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, right? I'm, going I'm to sorry Holt. to be like, because I, you know, but like. This has been an absolutely pony year, right? Shit. Like it has been. I feel so emotional. I think the. I think I honestly think I've post traumatic stress from the past. She's crying again, by the way. You can't see it, but like. But honestly, there's just there's so. I feel for the first time in about fucking. I don't know. There just feels like there's hope. Like it feels like like you going. I don't know why you going to hope. To fucking pull people out of the sea makes me happy. I don't know, but it makes me really happy. Like there's cracks of light everywhere. Yeah. For the first time, like how many of these podcasts have we done? Oh. 12, 13, 15, I don't know. Where, it's, where every time we spoke about this shit, it was yeah. so miserable. Yeah. And there you are now, both of us with some sort of shots uh, and sitting and like you, you're planning holidays, whether or, uh, you know. <laughs> Bobby, go but you know what I mean? Or go swimming, activities yeah. coming back in. Yeah. There's cracks of light fucking everywhere. Like it's very hard to ignore how the, the, the positivity at the moment. Yeah. Like even like uh, I was getting all teary looking at the fucking football match. I was watching like the, the <laughs> FA Cup final and we're looking at crowds. Looking at people <laughs> standing shoulder to shoulder singing together. But they said that they think of, we're going to be going to be able to go and know, see a Dublin game. Like that we could be in Crow Park or that. Like. Yeah. Mind you, it's, it's gas, and I watched the Dublin game the other day. And it was delighted I wasn't there. I was like, "Oh, what a walk over!" Oh my god, 
<laughs> Tom Lehip started out. I was pleased for Tom, one of our club lads, one of the senior starters. Like, go on, Lehip. He's making some nice, nice inroads there with Desi. But you're um, right. There's light is everywhere at the moment. Like, it just feels. It, it my is. mom, my mom went over to see. My mom hasn't seen my auntie in 14 months and yeah. my uncle died on the 19th of March and we went out to Corpus Christi and just stood just stood there and I've I've, ne- I've never felt more like a parent I was like ma'am please don't touch her please ma'am and she was like can I just I was like ma'am I'm, can I just hold her hand can I just squeeze her hand I said ma'am I'm begging you please tough, don't touch her like I yeah. know all you want to do is hug your sister and tell her you're sorry I know you want to be there but I promise you just please we'll get there and my brother dropped them over the other day and I actually tweeted the video of it. It's only like nine seconds long, but my auntie holds my mom's cheeks in her oh, hand. Oh, Jesus, yeah. It was just, and my mom, and my mom literally just said, at last, like she was just like, at last, because they were, they're like, they've never been apart a in their entire yeah. lives. Mind you, my mom was on uh, Ray Darcy on Friday talking about it. Your mom was? She's on Ray Darcy because I tweeted it and loads of people looked at it and then uh, Neve from Ray Darcy's show said, could your mom come on and have a chat? I went, best of luck with that. Quite like me. Chats a bit. And she went on and fucking <laughs> shamed our entire fucking family, right? Good. Ray went, and come here, mate. Why weren't you in a bubble? She goes, well, now my family uh, had held me prisoner at my own home. I was like, what? <laughs> That's brilliant. Prisoner in your own home? No. It's just told you to stop going to dumps. It's like, amazing how you can make it sound so sinister, isn't it? You she know what literally I mean? told the nation and Ray Darcy that her children held her prisoner in her own home. <laughs> I'll have fucking alone on the phone to me going, we need to talk about your ma. But yeah, there's little, little, little fragments everywhere of like all this good shit that's starting to happen. There, there is though. Like there is. Even uh, it's it's unavoidable. Have you booked? It's well, great. obviously you haven't. But like, No, I'm fat. I, I still don't think it. What do you mean? Are you going to ask me if I book a holiday? No, no, no. Because you wouldn't be going anyway. You'd stay at home, be miserable, even if we could travel. Thank you. We might change the habit of a lifetime. It's so nice that we've gotten to know each other so well over this last year. I think think this year we have probably bonded more. We have spoken more in the past year than we ever have in five years. 100%. I've spoken to you more than in this stupid load of bollocks than I've spoken to anybody else. That's the thing. I check in on you though and I worry about you from the the odd time. Yes, you you are. When you say little things to me like... You're like a psychotherapist that actually gives a shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean I'm really really down and I fucking hate my life I go on a Tuesday I might just text PJ and ask him a random question to see if he replies I know, this is yeah you're a psychotherapist that actually gives a shit yeah. you know what I mean you, 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 you pay the other fuckers 50 quid or 60 quid or 70 or 80 quid and that's if you can get an appointment with them and then they you know then they're like yeah, yeah, sorry, I know, yeah, sorry, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking suicide, right, uh, sorry, just, we're just a little over time, you know, it's like, can you hold that till next week? Yeah, yeah hold, hold on to that thought, oh my God, hold on to that one, that's the one that I don't hold on to that thought, you know, and then, but you know what I mean, so you're, like, it's your regular check-ins, it just shows how important though? it can be, you know. Do you feel, do you feel like there's, like, like, have you, have you booked it, like, dinner or anything, or have no. you? No. No, neither have no, I. No, I haven't booked anything. I'm nervous no. about booking all that stuff, mind you, yeah. she who's on the fucking Aer Lingus app this morning but like yeah 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 but I haven't booked like dinner or like the only thing that my my date is Joey and I in the next one to try and get the three kids mind we're going to go to Collymore Harbour and go for a swim together that's the only thing deadly that's about it 
deadly and you don't have to book that and I guarantee you'll be no. able to get into somewhere the last time it was all this you have to book this you have to book that there was a load of bollocks well, you, you, you turned up at a pub and they took you in I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing it's the spontaneity that you miss don't you it's the spontaneity it's not the if I have to book something it kind of wrecks it a little bit you know especially if it's a pint or if it's a going for a food you know it's the spont it's a do you want to go get something and you just decide you're going to go get something you want to have a pint you my brother went out for pints on Saturday night and he said it was just kind of like so they went to toners and I think so they just stood outside toners at the barrels and just stood there having pints and he said you can go in once you've your mask on clean your hands go you can use the bathroom and toners and come back out he said so basically it was like being at a Dublin game really like yeah, you just yeah. stand outside have pints and so don't get that. up my way there's loads of, there's all this controversy going on you know the way young people we, we, for some reason pandemics you're supposed to hate young people yeah, that sort of, of goes, goes hand in hand yeah you know what I mean? Send so them to, we couldn't send them to war, you see, was the problem. Everything. That was the problem. Blame everything on the young, we had yeah. no war to that's send right, them to, the to kill them. That's the problem. We couldn't put them on a fucking tank yeah. and send them to war. <laughs> that's the problem. We just blame young. So this time. Sean, how old are you? 16. Get the fuck off you go, yeah. Sean. You, you probably won't say goodbye to your ma. You won't be coming Do back. Do your country proud, yeah. my boy. Yeah, take uh, off your North Face, Sean. You won't need that shit yeah. in your kicks. But now the fighting's done in science labs and yeah. shit like that. So and now, and so we just, well, not we, but like a lot of people are pissing on young people. Like it's, it actually did my fucking head. All this, you know, the littering and drinking and everything. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's not young fucking people. That's everyone. A, that's <laughs> every fucker. Like that. That's not even every fucker. That's like a tiny percentage of the of some people. Yeah. You know, so the, the whole Portobello Plaza thing. Oh. Which, by the way, Portobello Plaza. Would you fuck off? Uh, <laughs> Portobello. Portobello. The corner, like the patio. Yeah. Uh, Portobello patio or whatever it's called. <laughs> Uh, that it's be a more of an apt name, isn't it? Portugal and Patio. Yeah, yeah, it is much more. Like Plaza, it, like that is re- that's like when they had the Grafton Quarter. It's somebody who went. What do we call yeah, this? Get it snappy. Get it snappy. Have you got anything, Sean? Anything snappy? She goes. What about Portobello Plaza? Put it down. Portobello Plaza. Yeah, Put that down. And then everyone else goes. It's a bit of fucking concrete that's raised in Portobello. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a patio, isn't it? That's <laughs> it. Yeah, it's Deccan. It's concrete Deccan. Anyway, it's not even Deccan. It's, it's a, no. a patio. Yeah, I've never heard it being called the plaza. That's no, it's nobody new, has. It's nobody oh. did. And then because everybody no. pissed and littered all over it, and they didn't put enough bins out, it was like Portobello Plaza. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. All of a sudden, it became how dare you destroy Portobello the Plaza? plaza. <laughs> It was no. like, it's not a plaza. They were taking all the stuff down It's only today. a plaza when you suddenly decide to be outraged. When you... <laughs> yeah. But for the headline, you need a name like plaza. Right, okay. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you're going to... You can't just put up someone, like, if it's dirty in Portobello. It has to be direct. It has to be a, a personal attack on the plaza. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Patio's Write better. That down. Patio's better, isn't it? Yeah. And see, we're getting a nightmare. No. We're, get, well, we're getting it. We may be getting a nightmare. A nightmare of Dublin. I want to be the nightmare of Dublin. If ever there was anything in my life that I wanted... I don't more. understand what a nightmare is. So you know the way Hazel Chew is the, is the mayor? Why is there echoing? What do you mean? Maybe because we're talking about spooky shit now. No, cause, so, oh my God, you just went... You know the way that Hazel Chew is the mayor and literally of Dublin and went, Dublin, Dublin, Dublin in my ears. And I'm like, oh no. my God, is this it? Is this how it happens? Is this how it ends? <laughs> No, I've had a weird pain in my head this week. Oh Jesus! I I read your thing about Elaine and or Fiona and the pain in her neck, and I got completely paranoid. I was like, Oh, oh fuck! I can't read shit like that because I instantly yeah. go, Oh, well, Google. Jude's always like, Don't Google the pain in your head. Tumor. I have a tumor. Anyway, sorry. Nuts. Um, nightmare. We're getting a nightmare. What is a nightmare? Well, you know the way for Hazel Chew is the Lord Mayor of Dublin. Yes. Right. So they, she is responsible. Oh, so she's the day mayor, the day and then we're going to get a nightmare. Yeah. So it's not all one person. So we get a, we're, they're looking at getting given us a nightmare, but to be called the nightmare of Dublin, like they like, have to fucking move the mansion house to Elm Street. But if ever there was like a person who could be the perfect nightmare of Dublin, I know it's me. It's fucking me. I'm all I'm into that shit. 
Like, well, you'd be dealing how with. How do we like? How do be, we apply for that job? Dealing with antisocial behaviour and power to lose well, and being going out, just being like, lads, come on. What would be your tact on that? So say you had like a couple of young Bins kids. and toilets everywhere. Right, For okay, a start. Right. And I mean like Jax is everywhere. An immediate rollout of Portaloos. Right. Like until we can get permanent loose. An immediate rollout of Portaloos. Right. Is what Dublin needs. For okay. The, right. That's the nightmare first of Dublin. Okay. And bins. Portaloos and bins, right? Everywhere. Right. And then security people to make sure that people aren't doing the wrong business in either of them. Right. Oh, okay. Because you need that. Because so part of would be the new phone boxes. So no there'd be all sorts of vandalism and stuff going on. There'd be people in there doing cocaine and all. So they'd have to have anti-stick walls for mirrors do or something. people still do cocaine during the day? It seems like a very expensive No, this is the nightmare. This oh, sorry, nightmare. Night, sorry. This is the night. It's nothing not, to do with the daytime. Would they not be taking yips? No, no. That's the been, 90s. Nobody does that. Do they not? Well, you go on the bag now. You go on the bag Is that what it is? Yeah, you're on the bag. That's the drug. Is that, no, you, what I, is I'm it? the wrong person to ask. Well, that's the drug. You go on the bag. Is that what it is? Yeah, yes. It seems like a very expensive habit. It is an expensive habit. But look, if you're What's not the, on the... Sorry, what is the bag? Cocaine. cocaine. Oh, okay. A bag of cocaine. Okay. Alan. Yeah, you go on the bag. You should, if you don't have a... Going on the bag is, without having... That's Drugs would have never suited me. I was never... Canada goose would, jacket. Well, yeah, but I suppose if you can afford a Canada goose, you can afford a bag of coke, can't you? Well, one goes hand in hand, practically. I don't... <laughs> Yeah, there's a good general uh, generalization yeah. of the youth of today. Exactly, and then with the nightmare, then you'd be dealing with antisocial behaviour and so all. So would you be going out? Maybe all like pubs and clubs and restaurants and fighting for their right to stay open all fucking night, which would be a good thing. That would be a good thing. Be into that, so no spilling people out into the middle. You know, treating adults like they're adults, and then they sort of have a tendency to behave that way. Yeah, go home when you want oh, to. Oh yeah, I'll be mad into this. What a great job it would be. PJ, I, I have one question for you on your application for the nightmare. Yeah. What time do you go to bed? No, you don't. That's if you're an adult. Oh, no, I know what you're saying. Okay, I'll go to bed at 8 o'clock. I don't know what's that got to do with I just, I, it feels like it's disqualifying for the job of nightmare. <laughs> okay, it might, re- it might require a sort of change in timetable and personal habits. I might have to give up another job, <laughs> of which I probably wouldn't be prepared to do. Can you be uh, nocturnal? No, but you I, could, I was not turning over like 20 odd years and doing stand-up so but I'm listen, sure I, I, you, I can, can, I, you can do this because because you would be the nightmare right like yeah. as in you have you're, to be elected you're, well look we'll figure that out we can get a campaign <laughs> on the go but what but what it is is that because if it's like the mayor I presume that you would delegate so he could sleep and then get up in the morning at half five and be like right guys what happened last night talk to me through the night you know that's what you do but that'd be that's where Hazel Chew goes into the office again. Although it won't be Hazel no, because you'll be up before Hazel. You'd be half five, so like people would still be spilling out the streets. You get the and then he, on the way into work, you'd be like, "Talk yeah. to me, talk I to me." Have, well, walk and talk. Have twenty minutes in the car. Walk and talk. Walk and talk while you're talk doing me through it, Hazel. Yeah. Yeah. Or he'll talk you through. No, and then you'd say to Hazel, here's the, it, here's the handover. Up and at it, Lord, Lord yeah. Mayor Hazel Chew. Yeah. Would you have to stay in the other part of the house then? No, you don't get into the house. The nightmare oh, then won't there's be no considered. point. Then there's no point if you're not getting into the gaff. I see no reason to be there. No, that's why the no. You see the it'll, the daymare, the Lord. That's the Lord Mayor's house. The nightmare would be very much a sort of a secondary role, so you don't get into the mansion house. Then I see no point if you can't get a reservation uh, and fire just knock next door. And wouldn't get it be thing. brilliant if they could find? Is there a street called Elm Street in Dublin? Because if there was a nightmare on sure Elm Street and there was like a bed sit that he stayed in, <laughs> so instead of the mansion house, there was a bed sit on Elm Street, and you were the nightmare on Elm Street, and you went to work in the middle of the night. So when most people get up and go to work, the nightmare sleeps. But then, as you all, as the as the sun goes down, the nightmare. On Elm Street gets to work. You know what I mean? Proper little Freddy oh Krueger bastard. Lord Mayor Nightmare Freddy Krueger. Can be we amazing. make a show out of this? It'd be great, wouldn't it? Can we no. make a show out of the Nightmare of Dublin? 
Or we could just find all the nightmares in Dublin. The n- all the scary stuff in Dublin. You know, like the so crypts. So much deadly under, scary Underneath Christchurch. Yeah, and St. And all, Nick and yeah. mummies. Yes. And all of those things, yeah. yeah. There's brilliant stuff around Dublin, yeah. There's loads of like really like scary shit happened in Dublin. Oh, yeah, Dublin's a scary kip altogether. Like. Well, it is after fucking <laughs> six o'clock, but just in general. <laughs> Walk along the boardwalk. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think we, I could, I'd vouch for you. I'll tell you something, that is something I'd love to do. Do you know that? I genuinely would love to be like a city councillor. I think bins, would speed you? bumps and traffic lights are in my future. You know, that's what I mean. You know, these are the things that concern me now. I've hit that stage of my life where... There's murder going on in my area d- about they put up these cones See? the whole way along the road and they're like, it's an accident waiting to happen because there's a cycle lane but there's not enough room when there's a bus and a car you and see, then a cyclist. This is the shit I want to get my teeth into. It's very, do you know what I mean? I think there's something very sort of Oh my God, in 10 satisfying. years time, if I'm going to something where they're calling you Councillor PJ Gallagher. I'd love like that. There going, I'd love that. I'd, I'd never to deal with anything that wasn't just, you know, local. You know, you don't want any big issues. You don't want any big issues. You just want like that the traffic lights are broken. Like, like our Willington yeah. roundabout should they made shite of that? Yeah, we can't fit the bin lorry down our road anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. There's a fella over the wall there, and he's cutting his grass at eleven o'clock at night. You know, That's- stuff like that. I'd love to deal with shit like that for the rest of my life. I think I would. And how would you? How would you? I think I would. How would you conflict resolute there though? Like, so say I came to you. What do you mean? You do what you do. You you write letters and all. You write letters and make phone calls. Well, what, so you if I rang you and said, "I you lobby, you lobby, lobbying." Like, That's what's great about it. Lobby, write letters. What if you said, "Oh, my next door neighbour," would you knock into the next door neighbour and go, "Come here, listen." PJ Gallagher here from no, television. No, you go to city council and all, and you say, "I have a, I have a resident in my constituency." Right, right. Who, uh, who was part of? Uh, Are you going to use this voice? I have a resident. Yeah, it doesn't mean doesn't mean councillor voice. I have a resident in my constituency. <laughs> you know, I've been doing all that. Who has a, a very trouble, very tr- a very troubled time with antisocial behaviour. Right. Uh, I hereby I'm asking the guardians to get involved and call around. And if the guardians don't do it, then I have no idea what way it's going to end. Just taking all that. And I need we need to lobby for more money for the guardians in our area. Our guardians station is closed and it should be open. And we'll have to do, you know what I mean? Pressure! Putting applying pressure. Now, I know there's more power in a f- fucking light bulb than there is in the city council a lot of the time. Doesn't, but, but you, you know don't I mean? want the power. Get You'd be off. off your head on power. <laughs> You'd be out of power. Mad out of power. You'd be so no you just... power. <laughs> <laughs> no, all you can do is ask people. You'd be solar power. All you can do is ask people to help you. That's literally all you can do. That's fucking life, isn't it? The city council of life. Walking around powerless asking people <laughs> to help you. <laughs> Hoping, hoping at some Wishing. stage your equivalent of a Lord Mayor turns around and says, "Don't worry, we got, got it, your back." Got it sorted yeah, out. Yeah, hundred percent. Like. Got it sorted out. <laughs> um, we got sent loads of animal facts. Oh, we did get sent loads of animal facts. Also, I got. I have to now. I have to take airplane mode off my phone to go back in and oh, see me shit Jesus. again. Um, sorry. So shout out to um, though. What's his name? Matt Robertson, who keeps putting up Dubland. And he was like, what Dubland was, was what was this? Like, basically, he's putting up a picture. I'm having a fucking breeze. People send me like funny things going. Oh, I listened to Dubland, break my whole laughing at that. And I go, I send back, ha ha ha, laugh your faces. Haven't, I have not got a notion what episode it was, what they're talking about, what the context of it was. So he has, he has, you heard it here first, toaster. What's he put in the toaster? Oh, he's putting ham in the toaster. He's cooking. Oh, steak. Steak in the toaster. That was you. Oh, that was me. Yeah. Yes. I put steak in the toaster. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. It worked. Like. Is that Dirty Donkey? I don't know who that I fell in the nip. I don't know what He's that's in about. a Garda thing. Uh, last one for the day. Peace out. And it's a picture of a copper in 
who's yeah. a good boy? Is a copper with a pair of it's like leather Policeman in leather. What's that leather in relation with? I don't know what that's about. Can't remember what that one is. Um, then he has a beaver and an ice cream. So what's that is is that a beaver or an otter? It's, I, I would have said a beaver, but I don't know me beavers from me otters, to be Who honest with you. I really don't. Story most people's lives. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, beavers and otters. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Just all get along. Big. Yeah, so people, I love that, but people get what he's talking about. I don't. I don't get it. It's mad when you don't get references to, to a podcast that you're on yourself. But it, we just, honestly, like we've talked about that many things in the past six years that I'm like. I know. Yeah, it's been. Uh, yeah, I haven't a clue. I haven't a clue. I like, but then you'll ask me someone. Someone ask me later on what you do in the podcast today, and I won't know. Oh, so. you don't even know what you'd be doing. Full stop. I can't. I do. Well, I tell you what. I remember that Reuben sandwich I had before we started. That's the yeah. nicest, most. That's the most amazing thing I've ever put in my mouth. Actually, thank you to Dara in the Sunday World who gave the podcast a mention in your interview. Oh, that yeah, was an thank interesting you very much. Um, chat you had with them. Yeah, I told you though. Didn't I say this on this podcast? I said from now on when I do these podcasts or do interviews I'm just being very honest about shit I really like the, I like I'm just being you. honest about shit yeah. so I've decided I'm, I'm throwing all the other fucking stuff to the wind so now when someone asks me how I feel I tell them straight out when someone says oh why do you, why are you giving them stand up because that's why so I, so with all of these interviews I get, I get very into it I think I, I think I might I, I did one with Ray Darcy recently and what did you say to Ray well it was all about the, it was supposed to be all about the DIY show yeah and he was asking me about looking forward to going back gigging again yeah and I told him I don't like I, you know I, I have a nervous breakdown to start gigging again I don't want to you know uh, and I think, oh I heard your podcast so, with Mario oh did you I didn't yeah. hear that one he really wants I, to I be your friend somebody. doesn't he Mario's a lovely friend he's I now I have so much time for Mario Rosenstock I want him to come on this podcast he wants to come on this yeah, podcast yeah yeah I want he to get him on oh well, then we can get him in I think we can can we start doing that Alan yeah yeah he, um, well, he said he, he's up for oh, any time well then we'll get, we'll get him anytime. in and somebody else said they'd come on and I was like oh I'd love to have them in as well anywho um, I think it was Keith Walsh Keith Walsh is another f- lovely fella. So Keith, when Keith Walsh, Walsh's kids were born, I covered breakfast for him, and his kids like are going to college now. Is he's that a, mental. That is mental. Yeah, he's, he's a hippie. Nice. So he is. Oh, he's, he? he's a little hippie. It doesn't. Uh, he he's real, like you know. He peace doesn't and drink light and, anymore, and he's no. light and love, and yeah, yeah, love, and yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he's a great fella. Actually, in fairness, you'd need to the fucking mad shit we used to get up to and spin. Um, so, so, would you like to hear some animal facts? Yeah, yeah. So, hold on, hold okay. on. Okay. Animal facts, animal facts. I got those animal facts. Animal facts, animal facts. We got those animal facts. Sea otters hold hands when they sleep so they don't drift apart, a behaviour known as rafting. Oh, Jesus. Can you absolutely deal? I've seen this. Have you? I've seen where they they float on their backs holding hands. Yeah. yeah, I've seen this, yeah. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It is. But then isn't there another otter, or is it a beaver, that they kill their wife and they have sex with the corpse until it falls apart? So I was just about to say that. I said that's not so sweet must so, mention the drowning females and necrophilia male sea otters drown females yeah. and then keep their corpses See. for sex until they fall apart how does it go from holding hands to that that's how otters, most that's, man. that's how relationships fall apart though you know when uh, you like no, you, you know when relationships you know never. when you're, you're seeing someone and it's all like oh you want to jump their bones, bang them, you're all there. You think, literally, you just think that they're walking on air and then you're coming to the point to break up and you're like, if you fucking breathe near me. Well, yeah, yeah but th- it doesn't end with that, with the way otters end shit. That, like, normal life No, is... but I think, but obviously, because we're humans, we can't, well... No, we don't want to kill each other. Jesus, this is where we find no. out that you'd, you'd murder someone if, as long, if you thought, it's just you wouldn't, can't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> this is no. I no I'm joking I was, yeah. no I wouldn't I don't have that constitution in me I'm not a fucking 
psychopath. I like dogs, by the way. I see you like you're now framing it because I don't particularly. I'm a bit nervous of dogs. I don't know a lot about dogs. I know. I, I like the no, dog you put the up the other direction. day. This went the wrong direction. Because it goes mean back to the dogs. Um, the I like the dog you put up the other day. Your friend got that dog. Oh, poodle, poodle, doodle. I don't know what it is. To be I honest. like one. I, I was going to send you know. one of them. Going, I'd like one of them. Oh yeah, I don't even think they know what it is. Anyway, more animal facts. Let me go back and give you some more animal facts. Animal facts. Um, could now see this one especially for you. Yeah, cuddling a dog can relieve stress for up to six weeks. Isn't that amazing? So how are you so stressed when you're constantly? Do you not rub your dogs? I do. So what's your problem? I rub my dogs a lot. Well then, actually, Jesus, I spend you must so have a lot of stress. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, imagine how bad it would be otherwise. Jeez. Eating your greens, obviously, uh, as well, can reduce stress. Believe it or not, did you see that? It was a story in the paper today. If you eat your greens and rub a dog. Eat your greens and rub a dog. 20% stress I'm re- relief, they say. I don't eat greens This Australian university did this uh, thing and, where they, and they say if you eat, eat your greens, 10% reduction in stress. You're reading that there. Say, say well, let's uh, make allowances. Another 10%. And that's for six weeks. Eat your greens and rub a dog. 20% dog stress relief in your life. And you start realising what's important. That's the great thing about dogs. They don't really give a shit about, you know, all they do, all they want, like, ha- having a crack. Eat, 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 eat love rubs. That's it. Nothing else matters. It sounds like my husband. Pigs breathe through their rectums. I don't know about this now. I saw this story in the papers during the week and apparently in a panic, air comes in and out of them. That's farting. <laughs> that's farting. That's the same as people. Like, I can't fart and then that, and that's, this scientist then goes, oh, you've exhaled out of your arse. You fucking haven't. You've farted. And like, if I bend over really quick and stand up, I'm pretty sure... You know, if I think about it, I get a bit of air in there. That's not breathing. There's no lungs. It's not going to lungs. No, no, no. Like, it's not like your testicles are miniature lungs and it's going in there. That's what I was tweeting about. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, you can use your willy as a snorkel. I can put my head under the water in the bath and stick my flute out and I'll be able to breathe through my flute. I guarantee you most boys have tried that. Oh, yeah, we've all tried this. We know nearly fucking drowned. Like, you learn. You learn. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking learn. It's not that your testicles are not lungs. Your arse is not a mouth. You're not breathing through your penis or not or through anything. You breathe through your fucking nose and mouth. And I think it's the same with pigs. I don't know. That story seemed a bit ridiculous. You can't. There's no way. The pig farts. They scared the pig and he farted numerous times. You know what I mean? I like the idea. I'm though, disputing this animal fact. This is the first time I'm ever looking at an animal fact and saying I dispute this. I this can't be true. I'll st- I'll, I'll believe that. The six-week dog rub effect. Of course, don't anything that be not be true about a dog. Um, I'm trying to see can I find another one. Somebody else sent me one on uh, capuchin monkeys. Capuchin. Capuchin. Capuchin monkeys test their social bonds by poking each other in the eye. That sounds like my fucking kids. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. That's. I mean, that that makes sense, doesn't it? Just asking it's for attention. Yeah, you Paul. Yeah, asking <laughs> for attention, isn't it? You know, when you're, you know, you're like bored with your other half or whatever and you start trying to annoy them just to see if they're if you can get a reaction. Yeah. Everyone's done that, right? Yeah, of course. It's just yeah, well, my daily life. <laughs> cat behaviour behaviours. Jackson Galaxy says the best way to introduce yourself to a cat is by extending your relaxed index finger towards the cat's nose. He calls the techniques the Michelangelo. So like that. I fucking hate cats. You can't hate cats. You don't hate cats. I wouldn't be into them. The cat keeps coming into my backyard. I don't hate them, but I just don't like them. Jesus Christ, I'm so clumsy these days. I swear to God. Anyway, different story. Go on. Right. Um, I don't know what that word is, so I'm just going to keep going. (laughs) 
The sperm whale's head contains more junk than brains. Junk is a fatty substance that sits just above the whale's upper jaw. That kind of sounds like me. Sounds like me, I'm yeah. carrying a lot of it mostly around here, though. <laughs> Shut up. I figured out, like, all the things I want to do, right? I had a conversation the other day. I went for a walk with the girls and I was like, I really want to get Botox. I don't want the mill in the lip. Everybody has a mill in the lip now. Have you seen that? It's very common. Little mill in the lip. crazy looking lips going on at the moment. Yeah. This is the ridge right at the top, yeah. isn't it? See, it's so not so even they get the injection a, and it sticks. It's just this bit here. Yeah. What's that all about? It's, and it's, uh, the that amount of young... That is the mullet. That is the mullet of our times. You know that, right? Is it? Yeah, like we're going to look back in 10 years at these lips that a lot of women have walking around and it's going to look like the mullet looks now. Yeah. You realise that, right? Maybe, yeah. Well, I, 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 like the I people couldn't are gonna cope go, my lips. What in the name of God? But I've noticed every every girl, like so many yeah, girls. But it's not like they full lips here. It's just this ridge is here. Yeah, it just goes up like that. Yeah. What the fuck is I don't it? get And they're all just getting a little mill. Do you know I who I love? Um, do you follow Shane Byrne on Instagram? He does uh, Shannon's Dog Beauty on the Lower Cambridge Road. No. He's fucking brilliant. He's one of my favourite people on Instagram. He's really funny. Um, but he had put up one the other day because he does this character, Shannon. He's like, I went back to injectables or whatever. And he's like, I just, I was checking out the product. He goes, just got a little half a mil on my lip. He had a filter on. Um, but yeah, there's this. So anyway, I don't want that. I'd like some Botox just to you look don't. fresh. Will you stop I'd like fee brows. No, I don't want to look like a cat. I just want to look like this, a little fresher. I'd like a tummy tuck now, I've decided, because I'm just too lazy to work out and I like food. I like all the yellow foods and don't like vegetables. Yeah, um, beige. Beige is great on the plate. But my it? son only eats beige foods and he's luring me into a shit. Like, I'm just kind of going, yeah. hmm, I can get it. See, I, you know the way like they're like, you could get fit. I'm like, I could, but I don't like the food. Yeah, I hear you. Although you know, I like do, you have you to eat all the nice, like all the all the salady and. But foods. you don't. You can eat your own fake away stuff. I make that shit every day. Of my, uh, what do you yeah. eat? Like what would you like? What's the stupid? Oh, you ever do the Everything. ten meals a day that you still haven't done? Mm, yes, I haven't still haven't done the ten meals a day yet. But what? Like, see, I don't like vegetables. Yeah. Right, you do though. I don't. Ah, uh, you fucking do, I Suzanne. I swear to God, I don't. But, and like, you know, like, I, so I, I kind of make like a oh, dinner that I wish I could make you food now. I wish I could make you food. Well, you can make me food when we have, um, people can, can visit. I, we, I'll, I'll go around and I'll make you and, you and Joey dinner. How about that? We'd love that. I'll wear a suit and everything. I don't need a suit. You can just come around. Right, I'll go around the track dinner. suit. Yeah. I'll go around the track shorts. suit. And I'll make you and Joey dinner. Right. Well, I'm still waiting for and the afternoon I'll tea ask, from when I was leaving. And I'll ask this what you want. And I'll give you your menu, right? Here's your menu. You can have chicken curry. <laughs> this will never happen, but okay. You know, it'll fucking happen. <laughs> oh my God, can it'll you happen. hear that echo? Yeah, yeah, I'll give you, so I'll give you like, so you can chicken have chi- curry. chicken curry or chicken balls. Say chicken balls and curry, right? Even, right? You know, like Chinese like style. balls. Like Chinese style, right? Yeah, like battered ones if you want. I'll do them for you. How right. about that? Okay. Well, what else is on the menu? I I like to peruse a menu before I commit to anything. Right, I'll give you I'll give you a healthy big. A he- so is it only is my option? Pasta dish. A witch? No, Joey can't have truffles, allergic mushrooms. Oh, for He'll die. fuck's sake! I'll give you I'll give you a big ma- like massive chilli fucking chilli stir fry, uh, vegetables chilli stir fry. Oh no, I need some meat in there. Peter, there will be meat. I'll put things up. There's be loads of vegetables. I'll prove to you that you like vegetables. I prove to you you like them. What vegetables? Maybe if I know what's vegetables and it's worth. No, tell you fuck off because you start doing this. Yes. There'll be vegetables. I'll make you one. 
I'll make our teriyaki things and shit. I'll make a food. I'll make a food you like it. I'll make a healthy food you like it. I'll make a healthy food to be all kinds of vegetables in it. you're single when you say to someone, I'll make your food. You like it. Yeah, you like it. And it'll be all sorts of healthy shit. And it'll be all sorts of healthy shit and vegetables. And it'll be all sorts of fucking... And whether you like it or not, you'll be like, oh, that was delicious and healthy. And you'll be upset. Yeah, and then when he leaves, I'll be like, oh. Yeah, and they'll they'll leave me beige. I'll even make you a healthy beige dinner. No, I don't want beige. No, I so like I had like a healthy enough dinner yesterday like as in I like sa- I I love the idea of salad right I wonder why my son has sensory issues when I'm sitting there with my mouth going oh, oh. but like I love you know when you see them all but I never know what to pick and then I'm afraid I'll be hungry after so I just go I'll get chips please you do you know like when you have oh, you see all those I'll make beautiful you chips. I'll make you a sweet salad. potato fries oh with no everything. don't come near me with that now there no, I draw the line chili and no everything. I draw the line but don't with chilli and garlic line. and all I draw the black line black pepper I chili hate garlic. garlic I hate garlic what the fuck is wrong with you you're don't impossible you. to please person I thought I was difficult I am difficult I'm a very difficult person <laughs> to be around <laughs> I'm a volatile weird cranky fucker <laughs> who's happy on all the wrong times all that shit we are the oddest couple everywhere you but that's are worse than I am Oh my god, that is the you biggest ill You are worse than I am. You are worse than I am. You're deliberately difficult. You're I'm provocatively difficult. I actually am you not. Are. I just don't like a lot of those ve- vegetables, and then I you get are. nervous and don't know what to order. So I just go, "Can I just get chips, please?" Do you know, like if you're out and you had to go somewhere, I'm like, "Oh." Like to me, dinner. Like you know, when you start dating someone, like dinner to me would be used to be the worst nightmare Here's situation. Hello. Yeah, go on. No, so, no sorry to finish your story because then I have a question. That's it. I'm just saying that's my worst. So situation. you're going on a date. Yeah. And your man turns up, right? It's yeah. your first date, right? Yeah. And he orders chicken wings. Right? Right. What happens? Well, they got all over his face and his hands. Yeah, so what happens? Would you see him again? It depends if I want to be with him or not. See, this is the thing. I was chatting to a friend, a very few, a very lot of friends, actually. I went I on, on, a, on a date with someone I did a handstand. I never saw him again. Oh. Actually fucking embarrassed for him. He did a handstand in the fucking car park. And he literally went, I wonder could I ring my dad to pick me up? In the car park? Yeah. How Showing off like. Was this, be, yeah. I don't know what he was doing, Alan. I was just like, Well, he wasn't trying to look for something in his pockets, surely. fucking handstand, you absolute sap. I actually sat there going, I wonder could I ring my dad and get my dad to come pick me I up. I feel bad for him now because I know how he feels. Like, he he was talking, oh, we're having the crack. We weren't having the crack. He thought just where. He talked. You know the, ter- you know the terrible part is. Then he did a handstand, and then, he, did a you know, and then I, he was upside down, and he saw your face, and he went, "I can't believe." I've can done I this. tell you to know what happened? I Alex. can't believe I've done. This. And then he popped up. He could hear his own shoes hitting the ground again, and he walked up to you and went, "So anyway, uh, do you want to go for a drink?" And you were like, "No," and he was like, "Ah, yeah, scratch." <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and as long as you hand, well, I'll text you later, and you were like. Yeah. No, do you know what the worst yeah. part? We were in Tony Fox's, right? And then he off. dropped me home. Yeah, sorry for that guy now. He dropped me home and then I didn't <laughs> see him. I didn't see him for ages. You know, the next time I saw him yeah. was I was sitting in traffic in the back of a car at my dad's funeral. Oh, and he literally went like that. And look, so he kind of went, so because he looked across and saw me and went like, oh, as if to go. And then went, oh. So I remember this handstand. Yeah, but obviously... And I'm in the fucking funeral car and he's like, oh, fuck. So then when I left my phone at home, when I got home, there was a message from him going, hey, I hope everything's all right. And I was like, well, now my dad died, so it's not great. I don't think I would have been able to resist it. I think I would have sent you a message. Listen, I know you're having a tough time, but if you look out to your front garden, I'm doing a handstand. <laughs> I know it really doesn't help, 
but it might cheer you up a little bit, right? So if you just if you look out here <laughs> at exactly twenty past one, I'm going to do a handstand in your front garden. I know that's weird, but, but I'm going to do, remember, I'm going to do it for you, you. Okay. So we used to play Hey Presto when we were growing up, right? And the boys we used to hang around with. Like, do you remember, like when you're fourteen, like starting to feel those feelings that you'd like find someone attractive and you'd yeah, be, you're on the horn, I, yeah, all the time. Right? You're on the horn for I, eight years. <laughs> I remember the boys that we hung around. Like one of them was really good at cartwheels, and I didn't find him particularly attractive. But the other lad. Uh, his name was Patrick Bonner. Patrick Bonner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Paggy Bonner. His uncle's Paggy Bonner. But I remember he did cartwheels or handstands. And even at 14, I remember being like, I fucking love him doing a handstand. Like, even at that age, I fancied him for doing a, a handstand. handstand. Now, so fast forward oh. to 24. And this young fella's in bloody Johnny Fox's car park. And we get out of the car. He took his dad. And also, he took his dad's car, right? To try and be a bit flashy. Yeah. Which is just so... What's wrong with that now? Because it was just embarrassing. It was an old man's car. It was like a jag. It was embarrassing. He brought his dad's car. Just stay in your own car. Because you're not going to be driving. this lad, like. He sounds like great crack. He drives a jag and he does handstands <laughs> to break the boredom. He fucking says, this guy's a catch. This guy's a fucking catch. I was just a fucking bitch, to be fair. But like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. This guy's dead. You know she sat in the back on the way home and all, don't you? You know, I'll, do, I'll get a lift home, please. You know, you, you can imagine your man sitting up the front. He all of a sudden is trying to be cool in front of this woman in a Jaguar. And now he just feels like a fucking chauffeur <laughs> driving his dad's car with a woman in the back. He's like, he feels like a boy. There's a woman in the back. And he's like, oh, God. He, he, but I, I just, when I think about it now, actually, he's probably everything that I'd like one of my daughters to go out with. Because he arrived, got out of the car and knocked in. Whereas I would be like, don't even go near my fucking house I'll meet you at the corner whereas he knocked the house my dad answered the door obviously and he was like hi my name's blah 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 my dad's like he goes I'm taking your daughter out tonight blah he was all whatever and even at that point I was like you've lost me because you're treating me far too well you know when you're 24 you like the shy bags so anyway off we went we, he did the handstand and at that point I checked out and then that was it and then we didn't see each other for like whatever a couple of actually a very short amount of time and then my dad got sick obviously and died the next time I saw him he was like oh everything's okay not so much 20 past one handstand but you know, yeah. do you know, you know when you know, like you know, you, like if you, know, you, you knew before. Like you were I, like when Joey and I started seeing each other, like like our first date was because I uh, he had, anyway it doesn't matter. We didn't end up not going for dinner. Or he ended up coming meet me and my mates, and we sat drinking. And I knew I fancied the pants off him then. Do you know? Like you know, do you know? Like yeah, do you know? Like you just know, you know, you know, do you know? Like you know, you know that you're into someone. Yeah, like yeah. Well, I, like I went out with a guy when I was nineteen, and he knocked into the gaff, and he he drove like a boy racer car, you yeah. know, like thing. And my dad went, "You take your car. You're not going in the car with him." You just take. As it turned out, he was a really nice guy, but it, that initial, like initial, yeah, yeah, was I'm not letting my nineteen year old daughter get into a souped up Honda Civic to go spinning around and get finger blasted in viewpoint. <laughs> I know, but you see, yeah, see, this is it, isn't it? <laughs> like, I know, but this is the thing. That's not really like but where this you're is the at, thing. Like. Shy people are like takeaways, aren't they? Irresistible. <laughs> Irresistible on a Friday night. Is there anything better than a shy bag on a Friday night? I don't think there is. A shy bag and chips. That's, why that's you what make you a, want to do. What do you, you want for Friday? You make your poorest decisions at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, do, do not be with them. Do not be... Oh, fuck it. Yeah. Right. What, a shy bag and chips. What do you want? I want to get the Mickey pulled off me with a bag of chips a fucking in a car in the middle of the night I have a sack of cans. I want a shy bag and chips. That's what I want. <laughs> oh my God. Like you should, I'm, you, you know should what put I mean? that as your Tinder profile. Yeah, a, a shy bag <laughs> of chips. <laughs> yeah, I should go, if you go on Tinder... P, my PJ place, Gallagher, shy bag and chips. chips. That's it, yeah. Shy people. We're, like, irresistible. 
irresistible, but especially on a Friday night. There's does something, that work for boys They're just or for so men fucking as well? delicious, aren't they? Oh, it does, yeah. It's so, it's just something just delicious about something, someone that's totally bad for you. Yeah. It's fucking delicious. It's like curry sauce running down your fucking... <laughs> You know, it's fucking wonderful, isn't it? And you know when you're doing it, this is going nowhere See? good. Yeah. This is going nowhere good. We're on our one-way ticket to it. Yeah, well, I've taken away cost me pounds. This one is just fucking, I don't know, this thing is fucking, yeah, and, and you can't help yourself. You just but you, love your shite bag. Isn't you it? You love this your shite bag <laughs> and you love your chips. You fucking love it. There's levels to the dating though. There's like the level of like the people who are not your people. Like I remember going on a date with a guy and I worked for Ryanair. I had worked for Ryanair. He goes, oh, I could never bring you home to my mom because like you're just basically like a prostitute See? or something like shy that. And I was just like, no, but he wasn't, he wasn't good shy bag. He wasn't. Oh, he's a, just a pure that you shy have bag. A bit, yeah, he was just a, he was just a sap. Like whereas the yeah, shy bag who, who fills you full of absolute, I think you're deadly. He like he like he's oh, from yeah. the north side or somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> She's really branding me with the shite bag tag here. No, by the way, not you. <laughs> but like, for me, he would. I'm like, somebody's shite bag. You'll always be somebody's shite he bag. He wouldn't have Take been. that message from this podcast. <laughs> No matter who you are, you're somebody's shy bag. Yeah, but like he wouldn't be local. He wouldn't have lived near the mountains. He wouldn't have lived on a hill. He would have lived in flat land over in the north side. And he'd be a bit rough. And he'd tell you things like, oh, you're fucking, you're unbelievable you are. And you buy in. Yeah, you buy into the bullshit. And then he's like, you, you, then he'd hear all of a sudden you're out and he arrives into the pub because he's out and he's horny and he's now hit a level of, fuck it, I know if I go in now, I'm grand. So then they just arrive. Yeah. And you're like, like, don't be what I'm telling you. And then you you do the you're a fucking shy bag now. She didn't text me, and then he goes, Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Horrible. We'll come here. I've been thinking about it, and you go, oh, yeah, Okay, and I can't like, come stop on. thinking about you all the time. Come yeah. on, we go out of here. Come, come on, come and get your raised pizza you're on the so way deadly. home. You're yeah. mad about yeah. you. you. Take asteroids off. You won't be needing them knickers anymore. <laughs> you know, all and of then, a sudden, <laughs> then all of a sudden, you're somewhere in fucking the north side, and you don't know how you're going to get home. Then, yeah, then you have to ring your brother, or else, yeah, yeah shy bags going, Yeah, listen, I have to go out. You yeah. need to go home. You need to like it. You're not staying, are you? <laughs> don't take your lenses out. You won't be staying. Yeah, shy bag so, and chips. That's you know, that's it. Put it on your Tinder profile. There you go. What's the bet that this episode gets branded shy bag and chips yeah. by, by Alan? What's the bet? <laughs> Alan's already mentally put it up there. <laughs> Uh, right, well, we must be eight. Are we an hour? We must be over now at this stage. We must be at this stage now. I've had a wonderful time. Um, it's lovely to be back. We'll be back next week. Um, and I'll tell you more about my positivity. Positivity. Yeah. Here's to it all. Yay! This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.